Can we talk about the legend Ben DiNucci, though? No, nah, I don't want to talk, talk about that. Can we talk about, <laughs> you Mr. Talk DiNucci, about bro? Ben DiNucci? <laughs> I'm so confused by his like how he like how he rolls he out like sidearms it. I've never seen like this guy's like he's an artist. Like I've never seen this before. Like I I'm like wow. I'm so serious when I, I I'm yes yes more <laughs> more. That's my stuff. <laughs> From tip off to buzzer beater. Kick off to hail mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime. It is y'all's favorite host, Tony, with your least favorite host, Tiago and Cliff. Nah, nah, we got to rerun that. We we rerunning that, right? (laughs) Nah, what's up, y'all? Y'all know what it is. We rolling, we rolling. So uh, we're looking forward to talking to you guys this week. We got a couple things we want to hit. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but we have a lot of things to look forward to coming up. So the first subject we're going to hit, of course, NFL. So what did you guys think of the trade deadline this year? To me, it was a little quiet. I mean, there were some, guys, so there were some moves, don't get me wrong, but uh, it, was, it was a little bit quieter than I was hoping for. What do you guys think? The NFL trade deadline is always boring, to, in my opinion. It's a lot of pump faking going on. That's not true, uh, man. You, didn't you get excited when uh, the Packers didn't trade for a wide receiver? That was super exciting. No <laughs> one showed up. <laughs> I mean, in their in their defense, though, like Will Fuller is is he's a good receiver, but he's going to be a free agent. I mean, it makes sense to me, like why the Packers wouldn't do that. No, it doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't draft one. You could have got one, but that's neither here nor there. Because yeah. they got to draft a quarterback to replace anyway. I don't. Oh, nah. He played until he's forty-three, right? Their whole front office is kind of a joke, to be honest. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't believe. I would have liked Will Fuller. I would have liked Will Fuller. They need something. I think, I think Will Fuller would have been a, a very interesting, uh, interesting fit there. Uh, I think it would yeah. have been great. They're too one-dimensional. You know, Devontae Adams is like, yo, like, just somebody, anybody. But me, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think their knees are offensive. They need, they need some guys with some grit. They need some some Vontez Burfix out there. That's what they need. I thought you don't condone that kind of behavior. <laughs> I usually don't, but for them, like they need they need an energizer bunny, like somebody who sets the tone defensively, not offense. Offense is whatever. You have Aaron Rodgers, figure it out. Defense is so, like I don't know. <laughs> Signed to Cliff's agency, we got AB Vontis Burfick. It's death. It's uh, death row records. Like, <laughs> who else? No, but I mean, like, honestly, like I just feel like they get like they just get bullied. It's weird. It's really weird. I'll yeah, give them a pass. Deep, for, I'll give it a pass for the Vikings division game. But like, when they go against some dogs. Like they like they look like they're not prepared. No, I agree. Yeah, their defense isn't good. I mean, bottom line, yeah, it's, it's just bad. not good. Like, they can make plays, but it's just, I don't know, man. Like, like Cliff said last week, they play a lot of pretty boy football. Like it's all, if they get, if they get an interception, it's just because the quarterback made a bad throw. Like they're not forcing anything to happen. It feels like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm cool with the pretty boy. Like I'm cool with that. I'm really cool with that. But you got to be able to hit me in the mouth too. Like that's it. Like they don't, they, they are lacking that punch. So yeah, I wish they would have uh, made something Massey's. for that. And yeah, how long yeah. goes that? Like exactly when they won the when they won the Super Bowl, yeah, so. yeah, I, I I'd say that. I mean, Julius Peppers off that team hurts too. 
there's there's a lot of guys on that that, that were on that team defensively that have either aged out or have just you know. But see, like here's the kicker like though, they have like a ridiculous amount of talent on that side of the ball, but they still don't have the guy who's fiery. Their talent is they, off the charts defensively, in my opinion. But I think they may have a guy that's that way. I don't know who that guy is, but I think that it's just the, the style of coaching that they have is just making. I don't want to call them soft because that's 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 over the top disrespectful. But it makes passive. It makes them very passive when it comes to those gray area plays. Those plays where you're going to get away with a hold. Those plays you're going to get away with a. a uh, you know, a little bit of a, a pass interference, like, or you know, checking somebody a little bit harder down the down the field on a run play. You know, check these wide receivers, man. As a wide receiver, if I knew you weren't going to be physical with me, I'd just bully you the whole game. And that's yeah, exactly so, what happens against just, them. They need, they need that energizer bunny. Hashtag get the Packers energizer bunny. That's what they need. I mean, a guy. When's the last time you seen any of their safeties or backers punish a wide receiver for coming across the middle? Like, it's all free real estate out there, dude. It's all free real estate. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody on any team can cross the right across the middle and not fear. And that's, honestly, that's a problem. Every defense needs that guy who's not, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, it was, you know, your John Lynch's and your Brian Dawkins who were just coming up and literally just, like, giving dudes straight concussions coming across the middle. And I don't mean necessarily like that, but... There's, I mean, you're Jamal Adams, you're, you know, he's not, he's not currently on a roster, but you're Earl Thomas's, you guys that are, aren't scared to like come up and make a hit. Those are the guys that you kind of need. And that's what I, that's what I think the Packers are missing. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, if you watch their games um, offensively, they're still dynamic, even without another, without a, a number two receiver, in my opinion, that's like elite, not saying that they're not good, but Aaron Rodgers can cover that a little bit. But uh, like if you watch like the Bears, the Bears have a really good defense as far as talent wise, and they're missing people, and they still have like the energy plays are there. Like even on teams that don't have great defenses, there's still like a guy like who makes something happen. Like defensively, I feel like we're just like look, just keep them to a three, keep them to three. Like, I don't see the plays being made. Yeah. But well, we'll see how it goes. But see, that stuff doesn't have that doesn't work when you play against a team that's well coached. Like when you play against the Bucks and you they get the momentum. Or you play against the Niners last year, where they're just they'll just smash mouth, they're just right out your throat all game. Yeah, they're, those fast those fast smash mouth defenses, like the Niners, like the Bucks, like the Steelers, where they, you know, it's all downhill. And as soon as they they uh, get the momentum, like you said, or as soon as they get a little bit of a lead, they don't take their foot off your neck. Exactly. Yeah. And shout out to Minka okay. Fitzpatrick. Speaking of the Steelers, because he's one of those guys for me, like energy guy. Oh, just abs- make, just make you just make plays. Like I'm looking, like who's the playmaker on defense? I need that guy to step up. Like Jair Alexander is nice, Savage is nice, mm-hmm. uh, Zadarius Smith is a beast. But like, who is somebody? I need somebody go get me the ball. Go get yeah. the ball. Jair Alexander could be that guy. I mean, he could be. He's kind of because he, like if you look at the Rams, I it's it's I mean obviously Aaron Donald. Let's let's. I don't don't count him because obviously like that dude's a one of one. So, but like you can argue that Jalen Ramsey's fits that category as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. so it's not saying that, you know, the, the corners can't be that guy, but almost you kind of need that, you know, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, 
on the Saints. This year, he's not looking as good as he I'm about has to say, in the past. That's the best example this, we're going to pick right now. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying. But I'm saying yeah. that this year, this year he's not the greatest example, but you take his career as a whole, so the last two years before this, and he has been phenomenal. I mean, he's been, he's been a great corner, and on top of that, he's got the attitude to back it up. He doesn't mind jawing with everybody. He doesn't mind, and that's what you need. Like You need a guy who's going to go out there He's going to, you know, take what he is going to take and he's going to push the receivers, push the opposition, whoever that may be, to to get frustrated with him, to to make mistakes. He needs to live in somebody's head rent-free. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, for me personally, from the defenses that I've seen that I like, I'll prefer for that dog guy to be in the box because good as Jalen Ramsey is, like, okay, just don't throw his way. Like, yeah. I need someone who can be involved in every single play. But no, you're right. There's some cornerbacks who can do that, and those are the top guys in the league. But Absolutely. how many top cornerbacks are there in the NFL right now? Three? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's about. Yeah. They, you, I, I wouldn't even say they have to be in the box, though. I mean, safeties, Jamal Adams, you can't say he's not that guy. Yeah, but he plays a lot in the box. He's the best pass rusher on Seattle. Like, he in the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's just that hybrid safety. And honestly, those guys, to me, those hybrid safeties are the worst ones. I mean, look at uh, uh, um, Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Yeah. yeah like, look at Buda Baker. Those those hybrid safety backer, you know, can cover a slot guy, but also can help and run support, like, mm-hmm. and also rush the passer. Like, those guys, they, they are built to be playmakers. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm... Those are the guys that you need, and those are the guys that the Packers don't have, as as well as wide receivers. But can we talk about the one guy, the one guy that did win free agency? Who do you guys do you guys know? No, Avery, Will- A- Avery Williamson. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he went from zero and eight to seven and zero in a phone call. Shout yeah, out! I mean, to, he, shout yeah, out! Wait, to he guy. got saved. So, like he was. Yeah, anybody's <laughs> a miracle. Jets That's is different. Winning, is winning. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him though. Yeah, good for yeah, him. He should be. He should be good with them. He should be good with them. Yeah, I think. I oh, think. He'll, sure. I think he'll play great. Honestly, I think he'll play. I think he'll he'll flourish. Because I can count on one hand how many times I've heard his name outside of actually watching Jets games, which I really, really try not to do. So I'm I'm looking forward to it because he's gonna be on ESPN more. He's I need to watch be... him more. Apparently, I mean I missed the he... Chiefs swag surfing during the game, which is like it was an amazing clip. Yeah, <laughs> the Chiefs the Chiefs were really out here just like toying with their food the whole game. It was pretty funny actually. Yeah, I, I haven't seen I, I honestly haven't seen a game like that. I mean that's a you know how in like college most college teams start with like a most dominant college teams start with a like a cupcake game, for lack of a better term. Talking about like Alabama's whole schedule, but yeah, basically. <laughs> but like Alabama will start against like, I don't know, like Appalachian State. You know what I mean? Or it's just yeah, like somebody you know, awful. Yeah, like it's like forty-eight-three. Yeah, if if they're if they're <laughs> lucky, if they're lucky, they get three and they keep them down to forty-eight. It's usually like seventy to zero. That's how I mean. like, what what was the stat of the game on that? It was like Pat threw for five touchdowns and the Jets yeah. have thrown for four all year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. It was painful. It was painful. It was, I mean, 
if you liked offense, it was a good game to watch because every time <laughs> Pat Mahomes was on the field, he literally was just doing whatever he wanted. Yeah, but if you like blowouts, yeah. Yeah. Eh, who doesn't like a good blowout every now and then? Mm-mm. No. All right. I- so, guys, we've been, we've, we're halfway through the season. So, at this point, I got a couple questions for y'all. One, give me your top five teams. So, Tiago, we'll take you. We usually, we usually go Cliff first on these. So, I'm going to go Tiago first. Sure. Okay. It, it doesn't, and honestly, I mean, it doesn't really have to be in an order because there's a lot okay. of teams that are, that are, you know, like my one through gonna, like three are almost are pretty close. All right. I was going to go in order anyway. Well, I mean, you can go in order. I mean, five, if you want to go in order. I was going to go five. All right. Yeah. So I'd, yeah, say, yeah. I'd say starting at five and uh, I don't know. Y'all may not like this, but um, I have the Chicago Bears. Okay. Um, Drugs. I think. Uh, I, I, I mean, say five. I, mean, I could see at it. this point I could in the see season. You know, I don't agree I, with it, but I can understand where he's coming from. I don't think they're as fraudulent as many appear for them to be. Um, so I have them at five. At four, I have the Tennessee Titans um, because they're the real deal. Derrick Henry um, saw what they did to uh, the real Josh Allen. Um, that team's a real deal. Uh, at number three, I have Tampa. Um, they're just, the defense is, is, is real. Now with that said, that Monday night football game was, <laughs> was, it was rough. What was it that? It was hard to watch. What was that? It was hard to watch. <laughs> Jason Pierre Paul said, I am coming to New York to, to do what? To almost lose to, that was, that was a bit ridiculous. But with that Tom said... Brady, Tom Brady hates the Giants, bro. <laughs> 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 That's the kryptonite, no matter what. But, uh, but yeah, but AB is going to get activated. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, number two, Kansas City. Oh, well, actually, I take that back. <sighs> I take that back. Oh, boy, it's tough. Actually, I'm, I'm going to have to backtrack that. I'm going to have to, by default, push the Bears out because I forgot about Kansas City. So I'd have to say that number. What? <laughs> yeah, I did. They're so good. They're like you mean the reigning MVP or the reigning uh, uh, Super Bowl champs. Everyone else does. They have this man at number four every year. You know. So I mean, I forgot to. I forgot to. But yeah, I would have to push them out instead. Put um, Kansas City in there with Seattle at at two and three. It, it really doesn't matter. You could flip flop either one of those. Um, and then Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looks. Good and obviously yeah. them them winning that trade deadline and they, they they could go all the way. I'll just I'll just say that. Sure. Okay. Sure. I can I I can I can. The fact that Chicago's six for you is kind of bothersome. That's but at the same scary. time, <laughs> at the scary. same time, at the same time though, their defense has looked really good even despite their injuries. So they're in a good division too. I yeah I can see that. Um, they just need to get a starting quarterback because they don't have one. Dang. Um, Where's the, where's the last? Nick Foles on dreams and nightmares though. I take him. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take. <laughs> give me, give me, yeah, give me, give me, uh, give me Foles, Meek Millied out, and yeah, okay, yeah, hey, that's like a ninety nine overall. Yeah, Foles, <laughs> <laughs> also Meek Mill is a ninety nine overall. He said, "Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, Cliff, what do you got? What is your top five right now? Sorry, I'm just trying to 
recalibrate off that Bears statement. I watch a lot of Bears football. <laughs> hey, your pops is a Bears fan. That's so a Bears fan. Watch yeah, out. They are definitely <laughs> not number six. That offense is horrendous. Yes. Um, but I digress. Um, number five, I'm going to go Buffalo. Um, number four. Gross. Um, You're so well, disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll, I guess I'll, I guess we're gonna. So I, I guess I'll give a small reason. I'll explain the pick. I mean, I'm picking Buffalo because I mean, I I like their offense. Like their offense is good enough to play with most people, and really because their defensive unit. Like I just like their defense. They make plays, um, and they'll keep them in most games. And then most teams don't want to play in Buffalo cold, so that's a plus for them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm taking Buffalo they're five. Cur- they're currently ranked 13th in the NFL as in offense. And they just dropped a 200 yard rushing game on Sunday. They can do it because so. they can win more than one way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go them at five. Uh, I'm taking Seattle at four. Um, I think that's the, low for you. That's really low for you. Yeah, it's, it has nothing to do with Russell. It's nothing to do with Russell. Um, with the defense, that pass rush is so bad, dude. It's not. They're not going to win. Like it's 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 so bad. They got to address it. They 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 got they, Carlos they, Dunlap, but it, yeah. dude, I got to see it. Um, I think they make the plays when it matters, though. Because fun fact, they actually have a higher defensive efficiency rating than Buffalo. Just they make the plays there. when it matters, but when Aaron, no, when K one was out there, I'm not sure. Um, but but oh, that's different, hold, though. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I can see where you're going, but I feel like this is going to change in a couple of weeks because they get they well, are getting yeah. Jamal Adams back. Exactly. I mean, I'm saying right right now. So right now, yeah. I have to see it. But yeah. as of right now, I, I can't put them any higher because their defensive playmaking ability is. Almost non-existent. Um, okay. Number three, uh, I'm gonna go Tampa. Tampa at three. Um, they would be higher, but we see some. They're still. They're, they're getting. They're getting used to each other still. Let's see how AB fits yeah. in. Um, they kind of like. They almost tricked the game off last night against the Giants too. That's eh. the Giants should have tied it up, but you know, Danny Dimes is Danny Dimes. Like, why didn't this guy throw the flat route? Like, it was wide open as soon as he hiked the ball. Throw the ball. But I digress. Um, and number two. Pittsburgh, number two, Pittsburgh. Um, Mike Tomlin's just a beast, man. Like, he's Facts. a beast. He's a beast. Facts. His consistency is out of this world. And Big Ben looks really good. Like, really good. For real. Um, and then their defense. I love their defense. Everything about their defense is, I, I mean, it sucks that um, Bush got hurt. But um, that defense is, they're just playmakers. They make it happen. And number one, I, I ain't going to disrespect Andy, bro. I mean, I don't know what their record is. Have they lost yet? They lost once. They lost to the Raiders. The offensive firepower is just, it's just, it's, it's still crazy. I got to give number one to Kansas City still. Yeah. Just for now. Like, well, maybe down the season it might change, but them boys, they, they not even, they, they're like, they're, I feel like they're like LeBron right now, like just in the regular season, like, eh, it's whatever. It's like, we'll see what's going to play. They're just on autopilot right now. Yeah. Really. I can see that. I can see that. All right. So my top five, um, I feel like our top, all of our top three years are going to be very similar. And uh, our, Five and our four are all going to be a little bit different. But uh, to me, five, you know, we were just talking about them is the Packers. Um, mm, okay. And I say that just because, the, you know, they're five and two. They lost an embarrassing loss to Tampa Bay. But if that, if the Tampa Bay that showed up this past Monday was the Tampa Bay that showed up against the Packers, I can honestly say that the Packers would be six and one. So, they kind of they kind of caught Tampa Bay on a good day, and the Packers were having a bad day, and, and I feel like that's honestly what would happen. I feel like mm-hmm. if they played, if they played 
10 times it'd be they'd be five and five honestly yeah. i i, I believe nice. that. i'm okay. a tampa fan like Maybe that's so, i guess so you're, you're admitting respect. that bruce Arians would just refuse to run the ball because i got to do the beat him is run the ball ask dalvin cook just <laughs> run the ball yeah exactly. in the trenches yeah. that's, that's fair that's fair but they're also getting adam jones and uh lazard back this week so mm-hmm. i think they're gonna be uh, they're good now they're good enough for five but i think they're 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 make, gonna make a run like they're gonna make a really strong run so i'm definitely giving them uh a little bit of a up. Um, and then, but for me, four would probably be uh, Seattle, Seattle or Tampa. It's, you know, three, that's, that's three and four for me. Uh, Tampa, just mm-hmm. because like you said, they're putting it together. Still, they looked absolutely horrible on Monday. You know, we're two weeks away for two weeks out from them scoring 38 points and only giving up 10 points to Aaron Rodgers, And then they give up 24 to Danny dimes. They could have and should have lost that game. Yeah, they should have. I, I w- almost wish they would have because they need to, they need to get shocked back into reality. I feel like, I feel like they're, they're flying high on their own hype right now. And it, it's worrisome as, as a fan. It's worrisome um, for Seattle same same reasons uh they they don't have a defense they're i mean i'm excited to see jamal adams come back so that's why they're still even in the top five because you can't win you can't win games where russell wilson has to get you 50 points he can do it he can do it consistently but it's just not an effective way of winning so i want i want to see that defense improve but if they're gonna if they're gonna make win a championship or if they're even gonna make a championship run that they need to get a better defense, period, period. Um, and then Kansas City, for me, is two, um, just because they they did lose, and they lost to a team that they shouldn't have lost to, which tells me that they... Uh, they before you finish that, it's a division game. They played the Raiders. Is I mean, like, it's, let's, it's, a it's the beginning of the season. It's a division game. The Raiders aren't scared of their division rival. The Raiders, Raiders played a good game. Like the Raiders I mean, but played a good game. But go but ahead. They shouldn't Fair have point, lost but, that game. They shouldn't have lost the game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I mean they, they shouldn't have they, lost the game. I mean, you make it sound like the Raiders like blew the doors off of them. Like they, no, no, I don't. Game. But but the Chiefs should have blown the doors off of them. And it doesn't matter if it's a division game. Like there's a very Correct. clear mismatch in abilities here. Correct. Like, it's very clear. I mean, so just they, like Monday, why? Like, why did the Bucks look like crap? They won the game. There was it. Was it not a mismatch of ability? Like, well, I guess I mean, it's not a division the, game, but let's talk about it. Should the Vikings have beat the Packers with Dalvin Cook's first game back in five <laughs> weeks, where he's where he's fully rested? Sure, but who's the better but, team? I get that, but what I'm saying is, is that it's extenuating circumstances because they got a guy who they're carry their their absolute best player on their team took a five-week injury break. So he came yeah. back fully rested, fully healthy, fully ready to go. So that's a fluke. Like, that doesn't happen every week. I mean, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. Right. Don't get me wrong. Dalvin Cook's a beast. Dalvin Cook is one of the top-tier running backs in our league, but he's not going to be that ready to go every single week. Like that was Sidebar, just, we got to talk about you go, your boy Kirk, but save for another Do day. Do we really need to? I don't mm-hmm. think he's worth talking about right now. <laughs> he signed your agency too. <laughs> but no, oh, he is. He is. He is. He is. He, we put him on the back burner though. He's not getting no funding. 
But I will say this about the Chiefs. The only reason the Chiefs are there is because they lost a game they, they shouldn't have lost. And I mean, all the respect in the world to, to Oakland, but they shouldn't have lost that game, period. However, mm-hmm. they are top five in scoring defense and scoring offense. So statistically, they shouldn't lose a game, really, this year. So every game is a game they should win, in my, in my personal opinion. But I'm very curious to see where they where they end up because they're I, I they have an opportunity to play in my opinion. What's going to happen is they play the Steelers in the AFC Championship, and that'll probably be one of the best games of the last decade, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, and then it goes to number one, the Steelers. So Steelers, you know, Steelers. Gotcha. Okay. So nice, nice. No I don't Saints know. love. On I do want to stop. Why? Why would we say the Saints? Why not? Have you watched Drew Brees? I'm not talking about Drew Brees. I'm talking about the Saints as a team. They look. So good. I have to Their talk about the guy who touches balanced. the ball every time on the offensive. Side. I have to. What do you I mean? mean? I have I mean, to talk Alvin about Alvin Kamara. I mean, Mike Thomas I, wasn't playing. I mean, there's Mike there's Thomas is of... com- Mikey Thomas is supposed to be coming back this week. So. You know, we'll see how saying? that goes. I'm Top not scared of defensive Saints. deficiency at all. Say, no, man, they're not. They're not. Nobody they're is. Not I'm scary. just saying. You know, they're not scared. Some respect. But I do want to. But, but on another point, like, I feel like division games have to. Like, there has to be an, a, a another a different type of emphasis on a division game. Like, crazy things happen in division games. No, no, like no the Chargers. The Chargers almost beat the Chiefs. It's a division game. Like, I feel like I, it depends I, on I'm the not, division. Yes, but. What'd you say? They almost beat the Chiefs. I'm okay with it being close because it's a division game, but you should still win that game. Like it shouldn't be uh, close. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't be close. I mean, so the fact okay. that it is close, I'll give you the edge because it's a division game. Right. So like, the, it's not like, a, like the Bills are way better than the Patriots this year, and they squeaked away. Like yeah. it's just because it's, it's a division, division game. It's a division game. But if but what? But if yeah. they lost, now we're talking about them losing. That's what I'm talking about. It's not right. right I, exactly. Like I'm okay with it being close. Like they're a way better team. It should be but like, you know, if, if Oakland can hang around, that's great for Oakland, but the Chiefs should have won period. Like they should have won. Right. They have the talent. They have the ability. They have the pedigree. They have, uh, they're all wearing big fat rings for a reason. Mm-hmm. They should win div- that game. Division games don't even honestly really matter. I mean, what are the odds that they're going to meet each other in the playoffs? I mean, it, it's like, honestly, it really doesn't matter. It's regular season. No, no, no. I mean, it, in that sense, you know? no, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm talking from a familiarity standpoint. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's different. Right. Like, and, and, like but, the Jets, the Jets play Chiefs like, oh my God, we're probably like, we're watching like Super Bowl champions. Like the Raiders is like, bro, I don't care. Like I'm punching them in the mouth. It's a division hey, that's, rival. That's that's the Raiders, though. I was gonna say Oakland. That's Oakland, but even though they Oakland in Vegas plays now, with but that's Oakland, that's, you know. Yeah, but I get what you're saying because it, it is very true. Division games are usually it's a different very game. close. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you you have twice as much tape every year to go over for that one team. Now I get, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. percent However, you should still win that game. You're still a lot better of a team. Facts. You should still yeah. win that game. Okay. I don't care. I don't care that you're in the same division. You should still win that game. When we go through that, when we go through and look at the, if we were to be talking about if they were if they played Oakland this weekend, and we were like, okay, who's gonna win? I expect Cliff to say, well, it's a division game, so it's gonna be pretty close. But what are you gonna say? The Chiefs, absolutely, because they should 
win. Exactly. And that's exactly why I can't put them above Pittsburgh right now. Because Pittsburgh's winning the games that they should lose. Like yeah. they're the games that would that you know they're that they're they're winning ugly right now. And they're that's fine because they're still winning. Mm-hmm. Like they're winning the close games. They're not letting anybody take that last little bit from them. And that's that's to me, that's you know, that quote unquote like champion mentality, like mama yeah. mentality, where they're they're pushing through it, you know, they're okay with it being an ugly win as long as it's a W. I do hope they lose soon. I don't want them to, you know, it's kind of what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Keep the edge going. I hope that they lose. I mean, they'll Mike, do you know who their head coach is? No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, <laughs> they, have, they have the the next three weeks for them are the three easiest weeks in football. You know, it, it gets uh, to a not point the where three you know easiest, but close to the three easiest weeks in football. Yeah, to a they point play where the, you really start feeling yourself. Well, they play the Cowboys this weekend. Oof. And then they play the Bengals next weekend. Mm. And then the Jaguars after that. Can we talk about the legend Ben DiNucci? Bengal, Bengals could be a trap game. No, I don't want to talk, talk about. about can we talk about, <laughs> you Mr. Want to DiNucci, talk about bro? Ben DiNucci? <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch any of the game, but I just seen some some Twitter clips. Like it was I'm, horrible. It was terrible. I'm so I, I couldn't watch the rest of it. By it was his so bad. Like how he like how he rolls out when he's not under pressure whatsoever and does like these weird like sidearm he throws like, for no side reason. Sidearms it. Like he does like a dead leg on the sideline and then sidearms it. I've never seen like this guy's like he's an artist. Like I've never seen this before. Like I, I like wow. wow. I'm, I'm I'm loving every like I hate the Cowboys. I'm loving every second of this. This is beautiful. I hope they I hope all their primetime games do not get moved. I want to watch them lose every. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> I'm so serious when I, I I'm yes yes more, more. I'm disappointed, man. All right, guys. Well, real quick, couple things. Just a, just a couple housekeeping things that we talked about last week. That I want to clean up real quick. Tiago, we talked about your boy a little bit last week. I don't want to rub the dirt in the wound, but are we happy with where Tua is at? Do we want to see him improve? I mean, like obviously we want to see him improve, period. But like what what do you what did you see last week that you feel like could be a coaching point this week? Um it's tough because obviously they won um in a in a win that was unexpected. Their their whole team that was a team win in, in yes. every essence of the word. Yes, yes, every part of the team scored, and I thought that that was beautiful. And um, I thought that it was a testament to what Brian Flores has been trying to do. And I I now fully understand why they made the move that they did. Um, it, it it works, and and I and I see a team that's ready to. Ready to ready to make moves sooner than sooner than I had thought. So I, I big kudos to Brian Flores and Dolphins and that whole squad. And and I think it's you know again not to knock Ryan Fitzpatrick or anything. I, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know Fitzmagic, love everything that he does. But you know he's like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. You know what I'm saying? Like he's playing too good. Like I was waiting for that. You know five pick. You know <laughs> twenty QBR. Uh, game out of out of Ryan Fitzpatrick because that's what he does. You know, it's what he's yeah. done his whole career. He's been wildly inconsistent. That's probably why he hasn't stuck around anywhere for an extended period of time. And I hate to say all that because it sounds like I'm trashing him, which I kind of am. But I, I really do like him. I really do like him a lot. But I think it's a good move <laughs> because then you <laughs> then you have um 
Tua and he's he's just he's he's just only gonna go up from here. So to have that confidence in that team win, uh, and to have those guys rally around him, I think he just needs that confidence. And uh, he looks good. You know that one touchdown pass to Devontae Parker. I, I know it was just a quick slant, but um, it was on the money. It was there. He didn't hesitate. You know, even after fumbling, you know. So I, after that fumble, I was like, oh god, you know, like he's he's gonna get shook the whole game. Um, he was smiling. He was smiling. He was like, hey, it's nothing. He had a quick memory or, or, or well, short, whatever, short memory. You, you know, short memory. Short memory. Short memory. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had a short memory. He was ready to go. So I'm, I'm really happy with the results. I mean, not to it, man. rain on Miami's parade, but I learned absolutely nothing about Tua from that game. Well, one, I did learn one thing. Um, well, two things. He's resilient. So it's cool. He fumbled, came back, played. Um, but I mean, it's, I think it's easy. It's, it's easy to front run. Like it's easy to play when you're up two scores because your defense has got like two TDs. Like I'm not saying that you know I I need to see adversity, like real adversity. Like I need to see him actually like do moves. Like I gotta see you play. Um, and one thing I will say that's a little alarming for me with Tua is like the ball doesn't jump off his hand. Like we well, you know his his arm strength isn't. That's not his calling card. But that kind of makes me a little nervous. Like, like there's there's somebody on I'll I have to add the account on our on our Instagram page, but they were breaking down the film of Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Tua's throws, and like Ryan Fitzpatrick don't have the strongest arm, but man, in comparison to Tua, whew. You mean so, how he kind of like he kind of pushes the ball versus like no, no, no. The I'm ball. talking about just throw power, period, just arm strength. Arm talent. That's not like, arm talent. Mm-hmm. Necessarily isn't his. That's not his thing. He's an IQ quarterback. He's quicker reads. That and that's fine. But I'm just curious. Like in the NFL, they're going to test that. So I want to see how he responds to that. And uh, shout out to Arizona because we're going to do y'all in next week. Sorry, sorry, T. Tell you right now. It's, it's about. To, it's going to be ugly. Sure, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Call that man I mean, coverage on. Call that man coverage on Kyler. You better have a spile there. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not Jared Goff. I know. He said he's not Jared Goff. <laughs> he's awful, bro. I just want to throw that out there. He is he is bad. He is bad. All right. So two two quick hitters, both about uh wide receivers. Let's talk about A B. So, you know, we are we we've we've love it, you know, riding this Tampa hype train with y'all. Uh, you know, we're we're in Tampa, so Let's talk about it. So AB is getting activated this week. Are we? He's AB. We talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago. Do we think that uh, he like immediately like steps in hundred yard game, ten receptions type AB, or you think he's going to be more of like a slow roll kind of in, into a into his stride? It's going to fluctuate. Like his first game could be boom. Next game could be I don't know. I mean, there's so many options on the offense. So I don't, I don't know. But his, I feel as if his presence will be very apparent. How about that? Yeah, I'll go with that. Do you think he just opens everything else up? Yeah. I mean, they say he looks amazing in the workouts, which isn't surprising. But, like, yeah, I just think he opens everything else up. I'm not going to say he's going to put up, like, a fantasy stat line, even though I did pick him up. But I'm not going to say he's going to put up, like, this greatest fantasy stat line ever. But I think he's going to – you'll know he's on the field. You'll just know he's there. You starting him this week? I mean, honestly, bro, these my lineups are so poverty at this point. A B might be start. He might start, bro. I don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I put up like I had I had 15 points by on Monday night football. At the beginning I'm, at the beginning of Sunday night football, I had 15 points. Like it's hey, it's that type of week. Hey. Mm. I had Dalvin Cook pop off pop off for 44 points and still lost. 
So I don't want to talk You're about welcome. it. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tiago. <laughs> um, Tiago, how do you feel? What do you think about AB? I th- I don't think I don't think Bruce Arians cares to um, get him involved per se, but I think Tom Brady does. So I think Tom Brady is going to make a concerted effort to, to feed him, to feed him, to get him involved, to create that. Very much the same way he did in New England. Um, when he for that one game, um, like it seemed like he was only looking at him, you know, and it, it worked, and he got that touchdown. And I think it's going to be similar to that. I think after that, um, you know, they'll kind of, you know, because here's the thing about Tom Brady, and and again, if you want to say Tom Brady's a goat, it, it's, I, I think it's not always necessarily about what he's able to do on the field, but it's the way that he's able to manage the teams and perhaps manage um locker room egos because everyone respects that dude like he he can he can say whatever he wants you know he can throw a fit and everybody's like well that's just tom you know like he he commands a certain level of of respect the, the ultimate competitor that's it that's it so i think that those guys respect that and i think that he might perhaps be the only person who can who who can I don't want to say control AB, but but keep him, keep him under wraps, keep him in line, and, and keep him happy. Sure, sure. I look forward. I look forward to seeing their dynamic, and I, I, with also with how Bruce has been very, Bruce has been very very vocal about his original, uh, you know, displeasure about signing AB, and also how he feels about AB's uh, presence and what the expectations are. So I'm very curious to see. AB and Bruce's dynamic as well as uh, Tom's. So lastly, before we sign off, real, real quick hitter, true or false? What's the point of having soldiers when you never use them? How do y'all feel about Mr. Hollywood Brown and the way he feels about losing to the uh, to the Steelers this past week? It's valid. I mean, their offense doesn't utilize their receivers that way. I mean, it's, I don't, I, I don't know. What's he, what's he want to do? That's their do you, offense. I mean, do you agree? Do you agree with what he's saying? Yeah. Do Do you think he probably should have got traded this week? Hollywood. Yeah. He was on the block. No, he shouldn't. He wasn't, but he could have been. I mean, think about it. I mean, after tweeting something like that, it's not. It's a simple phone call to your agent to make sure you get tweeted before the deadline. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, it's, listen, this is the Twitter era. Like, they're going to voice their opinion. He didn't. I mean, it's a, it's like a, it's a sub. Like, he didn't say it directly, but in his defense, like the Steelers got them boys in the bag, bro. They in Lamar head. Like, they can't crack the Steelers' coat. They can't. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I would be frustrated too. I mean, they only throw it to the tight end in, in the Ravens. Like that's their plan. They don't really use their outside weapons, which makes sense. Why I guess they would sign Dez over AB. Which actually that still doesn't make sense, even when I try to make it make sense. But whatever. Well, I think I think the Steelers actually have the like TJ Watt shut down a lot of those, you know, option plays and those RPOs. Played played very, very disciplined, good football where he's covering two responsibilities and still able to do that, which that's what you expect out of your playmaker. Um T, you have any opinion about Hollywood Brown? Yeah, I'm about to go. I'm about to awaken my inner Skip Bayless. 
Oh, I'd be like, okay, all right, we ready? My turn. Uh, no, nah, seriously. <laughs> he, I don't have a problem with him saying what he said privately. I have an issue with this tweet. I think it's, I think it's disgusting that he tweeted that. I th- seriously, I think it's ridiculous. It's immature. You don't do that. You don't do that. You want to talk about it in-house? Have that conversation in-house. And I get it. It's an emotional loss. It's an emotional game. Have that conversation in-house. To go out there and tweet like that? Absolutely not. It undermines your team. It undermines your coach. It undermines your quarterback. I hated everything about it. Shouldn't have done it. I have very similar feelings about it. I feel like it's very unprofessional. When it comes down to it, it shows his age. And that's that's one thing you don't want to show in the NFL is your age. So I, I, I mean, you guys tell me: Does DK Metcalf look like he's a sophomore in the league? Does he do anything that makes you think he's a sophomore in the league? Are you talking about like uh, off the field? Not, you mean like him I mean, just looking like a grown man or, just or professionalism? In <laughs> just in general, I mean professionalism, everything. Everything. He looks like a, he's a seasoned vet. He's a seasoned vet. Okay. He's, okay. He is, All right. He does so a very before. Good, before we ding him up on that, like let's also talk about the environments that both these guys are playing in. Okay, Lamar uh, and Russell. I agree, like, but we come on now. Let's let's take the whole thing into account. Okay, we'll take the whole thing into account. You're playing. What do you mean, with is John, does John Harbaugh have a bad environment? I mean, that no, 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 no. But I'm talking about like let's talk about like the offensive unit as itself. Like I'm not saying Lamar is a different type of leadership. They're both young guys. It, you have Russell it is Wilson, a different, like in DK Metcalf. Let's. It is Carol. a different type of leadership, but the th- the thing is, you can't look at it that way. Like, what? What? Huh? Why is Russell? No, you can't. What is Russell Wilson? I mean, like Russell. You're like, okay, look, it's Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Well, it's Jim Harbaugh and the reigning MVP. Like, I get that Lamar is also a young guy, but Lamar exactly. is extremely. But Lamar He's is also extremely, extremely professional. Extremely yeah. professional as well. Absolutely. So there's a leadership that can be. You can say that there's a good leadership head under center there. Well, I can't. And I can't their, confirm their nor deny that. I can't. No, you can't confirm that. it. Everybody, it's it's like common. They talk about him and Pat and the way that they talk to those guys. He's earned the respect of everyone in that locker room. Obviously. Like that's not that's the not a mystery. Play. The way yeah. you don't think you don't think that those guys don't play the way they play. Like we we the three of us have played some some pretty competitive football. Some some of it some of which together, and we've all played with that quarterback who's super agile and super mobile can beat you with the arm and beat you with the legs. And we, but we, we all have played with guys who might win us the game, but we hate playing with them because it's like, dude, I'm open. Throw me the ball. Nope. Mm. They're running for 20 yards. I mean, yeah, he got 20 yards. Congratulations. But you know, you don't respect that. So the fact that they're playing the way they play and they play as hard as they play, tells you that they respect him even though they're not getting the looks because he's tucking the ball and running so much. Right. Like that creates an extra bit of strife there. So I think I think maybe some of that is showing with Hollywood Brown where he's like, all right, stop running the ball with Lamar so much and chuck me the ball. But at the same time, like you said, there's a there's a time and a place. And Twitter is not yeah. that time or place. 
I mean, I I agree. I just I see both sides on that. I just, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, is he is he immature and young? Yes, but I mean, I think the DK Metcalf comparison is way off base, like completely off base for me. I mean, it's completely different situation. It's the same age, but we're in two different, completely different situations. They're being utilized completely different. One has a quarterback who's ten years older than him. Like it's just, I that's to me that stuff matters in this situation but, here. But so because he has a quarterback that's ten years older than him doesn't mean that he, there's not other people on the Ravens that are ten years older than. You see what I'm saying? Like the quarterback himself no, doesn't fair. have to be the leader. Doesn't he, the quarterback doesn't need to be the leader? I don't care if it's the long snapper who's like, bro, you need to get your life together on these tweets. Right? He's since deleted it, so obviously somebody somewhere sold him, basically shut his mouth. Facts. Like, yeah. Like I mean, the leadership I think- came up, but the fact that like it had to show up and basically be like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like. There's, a, I wouldn't say, I get that Russell Wilson is a beast of a leader and there's nobody like him in the league. I'm not saying that at all, but to say that, that or, the Ravens organization, especially with what they accomplished last year, doesn't have that leadership is a, mm-hmm. is, is a stretch. A well, very, I'm not, saying, very big I'm not saying they don't have it. I'm saying there's different levels to it. There's different people in place that I, I, I don't know. I, I like we can see Russell Wilson and DK's relationship definitely off the field. Like, like you see them on social media, like how they value each other. It's, I'm not saying that that's not what Lamar and Brown have, but I'm sorry. Like, like is Lamar Jackson a vet? No, but I, I'm not talking about Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about the leadership as a team. Like, I don't care about Lamar right. Jackson. I don't care about what Russell Wilson. I don't care about Pete Carroll. But I'm saying, exactly. I'm saying as a team, the Ravens and the and the and the Seahawks really aren't that different right now. I mean, yes, the the Seahawks have a couple more rings, and but the guys that who have the rings, there's only a couple of those guys still left on the team. So there, there's not a ton. There's not a big gap as far as as far as like chemistry and leadership goes, there's really not. Yeah. I, I agree with Tony on this. It's about how you conduct yourself. Cause I mean, if we're talking about uh, t- to me, it's you are who you are. It doesn't matter how many years you've been in the league. If you want to talk about Seattle, Seattle has been one of the best organizations in the league, right? Yet you still had a situation with Earl Thomas. Did you not? You know what I'm saying? Like you are who you that are. That was fair. That was fair. That you was are fair. who you are. You know that what I'm saying? Fair. And, and and I'm not trying to At say At the time, it was fair. I I it, which I understand. And and Hollywood Brown, like everything that he's saying, I have no issue with what he's saying. I have an issue with the way that he handled it. Yeah. And I he's think, he's I, right. I think I, he's gotta I, yeah, take that in house. He's, def- he's definitely right. Well, I you know, honestly, it was, this way, for me, like, it was more it was more the timing because it was like less than an hour after the game. Like, so he's still heated. Like, bro, you gotta calm down before you you're a famous, like you're a famous person. Like everything you're gonna be doing is under the microscope. Welcome to social media age. Like, right. The fact that you're still heated about, hey, we lost this game, or I feel like we could have won it if I was utilized more, and then that's when you go to Twitter is when you're still mad and when you're still heated. Like that's not the time. That's not the time for anybody to go to Twitter or any social Facts. media. Thanks. Like if you're emotionally charged about something, you shouldn't be on social media because that's business that you're about to air some business that you don't want to air. And that's exactly what he did. And whether I don't care if he's a, I don't care if he delivers mail for a living. Like it's still unprofessional and wrong of him to do that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like it yeah, has nothing I to mean, do I'm, with the quote unquote leadership on his team. I would never deny that part. I mean, I just feel like the examples being used weren't correlating properly. But that's fine. I mean, especially the Earl I'm Thomas just saying, on that. That's definitely way off. But whatever. Well, I'm just saying. Like I say, DK, just because it's young receiver, young receiver. 
and I get the DK, you know, it's different because he's, he's, an, he's, he himself individually is more successful, you know, not just his team, not just his quarterback, not what, you know, he is way more factors involved in that than what we yeah. are attacking here. No, absolutely. But when it comes down to it, young receiver, young receiver, there's a very big, I mean, this isn't the first time Hollywood Browns said something that's a little bit off the cuff where you're just like kind of head scratching a little bit. So yeah. I'm just saying, you know, his maturity is showing and I, I want, I, eh, maybe that's why he's not getting the ball so much. Just saying, I don't know. Eh. Dude's a burner. He had like six touchdowns in the first four weeks last year. Like, and then he got injured and then it hasn't been come back. So why, why hasn't it come back? That's mm-hmm. not, I mean, their offense isn't predicated on that. Like at they, all. He had, he had six touchdowns in four weeks last year. As a, I mean, yeah, yeah. We got film now, but their offense isn't predicated on the deep ball. Like at all. I get it, it's not, but what I'm saying is like, how do you go from successful to being injured to being completely unsuccessful? Uh, Question marks. Question marks. Scheme? I mean, that would be my answer. I get that, but what I'm but the, the scheme hasn't changed that much from last season to this season. The scheme is almost identical. They went to a tight end, a triple tight end scheme because Marquise Brown got injured. But before yeah. that. The that that play action rollout, you know, deep post, they ran that play a lot, mm-hmm. and they're just not running it anymore. It's not like they got. It's not like they got blown out. I mean, it was a very close, tight game. No, and so, and, I mean, and, and and they should have lost that game. Like that's, I was surprised. It was, I was surprised it was so close. But it's a division game. Like the Steelers are that good. Where I was, I was confident the Steelers were going to mm-hmm. win, but. Yeah, I don't know. Time, this this situation is is a lot deeper than than we have time to discuss. Because for sure, because I mean, like, yeah, okay, we can say, all right, well, the deep route isn't there anymore. Well, well obviously, it won't be there anymore now. People know they do it. And then two, this also can go back to Marquise a little bit too. Well, how is what's his route tree like in the system? What do they need him to run? If he's only running three routes and they know what the three routes are, well, then that's probably why he ain't getting open. So it's it's more to it than just me saying like, oh, he's just not being successful this year. Well, why isn't he being successful this year? No, no, and and, and like I said, guys I agree open. With we you. see it happen every week. But that's and like I said, I agree with you. I just think it was the wrong place and the wrong yes, time. Yes, y'all are right. He's unprofessional. To handle but even he's unprofessional. That doesn't mean he's lying. But he's unprofessional. Oh, he's, <laughs> he, he definitely Facts. ain't wrong. No, no, Facts. he definitely yeah. ain't wrong. I'm not with that. None of us said he was wrong. We were just all disagree with his his approach. That's Thanks. all. Yeah, that's yeah, all for sure. Because, like well, you said, I mean, twenty twenty. Hey, what you even it. just said was actually a really good point, actually, about his route tree. Because, like, had he said that in a private, you know, in a private meeting, maybe it expands his route tree. Maybe it, you see what I'm saying? Like, maybe he gets more coaching that he needs to be more efficient, right? More, more they, effective. Right. They run a very specialized offense because of the dynamic quarterback that they have. So that's going to change everyone's assignment. I mean, like, can you name four wide receivers on the Ravens? No, I can't. No. Honestly, I don't think I can name no. three. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's very, his success, like, <laughs> told about the DK again, like DK is in a completely different world <laughs> to, to Marquise. <laughs> no, <laughs> completely for sure. different for world. Sure. But, but, there, but there are layers to this too. I mean, who's to say that John Harbaugh doesn't already know that or doesn't already have that? And maybe he's waiting for the playoffs. I mean, this is a team that come playoff time, they're very limited. Everybody knows what they're going to do. Who's to say John Harbaugh isn't trying to switch stuff up? Yeah, you know, and John Harbaugh is a good enough coach to have something like that up his sleeve. Yeah, yeah, we'll I find out. I would definitely, yeah, well, we will. We, I look forward to it. 
All right, guys. Well, that's another episode for us this week. We appreciate you swinging by, listening to us rant and rave. Uh, we thank you for your patience with us as we, uh, uh, you know, like we, we brought up before as we took our little break. And now we're obviously back in full swing. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate your time. And we appreciate if you swing by our socials and give us a quick follow, maybe tag some of your friends. Uh, and uh, let's let's get this train rolling together. So again, this is Tony, 3OT. We'll see you later.